0: Hello, and thank you for listening to Living Wealthy Radio, heard around the web on livingwealthyradio.com, iTunes, and Blog Talk Radio. I am Teresa Coon helping you live wealthier. Resources are available for you at livingwealthyradio.com. Are you relatively successful in your career, but not so much in your relationships with your family? Do you sometimes feel like you're just running on the hamster wheel trying to climb the corporate ladder without achieving fulfillment and harmony in your life? So many professionals are so focused on their financial endeavors that they miss out on a truly balanced and meaningful life, rich in friends and family. So the question then is how to devote the attention needed to nurture both career and relationships, finances, and family. Our guest, my friend Jim Shields, is a serial entrepreneur, speaker, co-founder of Board Meetings International. He's the author of The Family Board Meeting, and he's going to share with us his passion for family, his insights into the proper work-life balance, and how to find the real meaning of life. Welcome to Living Wealthy Radio, Jim.
1: Thanks, Teresa. Good to be here.
0: So tell us all about your board meeting strategy. It sounds so official, right, and corporate, but far from it.
1: Yes, it's kind of a play on words uh, to bring out a little more fun for entrepreneurs and their families, and it's something we created years ago to help kind of address the things you were talking about in in your introduction, Uh, the problems with disconnect and lack of depth in the relationships at home. Us entrepreneurs can run so fast, so hard, that all of a sudden we can turn around and we're 10 months into the year and we feel disconnected from our family, and that leaves you feeling guilty and depressed, and no one wants that. So the board meeting strategy was a a simple strategy. I know you're aware of it, and I believe you've used it, and it's something that's started to go viral in a lot of entrepreneur mastermind groups and events, And basically, it just has a premise of we can, if we treat our closest relationships, especially our children, with the same respect that we show our largest clients, investors, and key team members in our business, our relationship can be at the depth we want it. And the board meeting strategy uh, plays just off that. When you think of a board meeting, a lot of times you think of the old. Pictures of an IBM meeting, guys in all blue suits, crunching numbers in a stuffy conference room. And, and luckily, they begin to change over the years with the incredible entrepreneur organizations like Zappos and, and all those, where they still have board meetings, but they, they, have, they have fun at them. And, and they're still made every 90 days to track progress, uh, look ahead, and to reunite the team. And that's kind of what the board meeting strategy is with your family. And so every quarter, as you know, uh, I have a board meeting with each one of my children. And that's how the strategy uh, was founded. I started using it. My friends started using it. And the results just really started to astonish us of how it was almost a pillar in their relationship. It's when the kids finally opened up about stuff they didn't uh, think, the parents never thought they would ever open up about. Uh, And they're very memorable. I mean, I've been doing them for years now, and each one of them sticks very clearly, almost yearbooked in my memory, and the same for my, my sons, which is pretty special.
0: So your background is real estate. You're an entrepreneur. You've hung out with many other entrepreneurs um, for the last couple oh. decades. There's something strange about us entrepreneurs, isn't there? We're different. Mm-hmm.
1: We are. We, we run really fast. We have, uh, any entrepreneur listening knows we, we run very fast, but we usually have big hearts. And we do yearn for that deeper connection. Um, but sometimes our, our running so fast can separate that. Uh, so really what, what the board meeting strategy does is it slows down time. It literally does and that's what so many people have told me when they actually set these appointments with their children and keep them, it feels like they're finally marking the times. They're finally slowing things down to appreciate what's in front of them and to deepen the relationship, which which is on the forefront of so many entrepreneurs but you have, that which we schedule gets done. And that's the key to one of the successes of the board meeting strategy. You actually schedule um, this meeting with, with your children.
0: So how did you and your co-founder come up with this concept?
1: Uh, it really uh, it, it came about, I got on stage at a lot of wealth creation and personal development events at a young age because I was doing, my well, real estate business did fairly well, I got invited to speak, I enjoyed it. Uh, but I was at a young age where I was almost in between the age of many of the attendees and their children. I was in my early 20s, and people just started to open up to me. Uh, and so it was always something in my forefront. Uh, how do I make a difference with this? There is definitely a need here. And then starting my own family, which which was quite a story in itself, uh, we started to recommend to people this simple strategy is make them as important as your as your the key team members in your business have a, have a, a private meeting with them every 90 days and so it, it just kind of evolved Teresa. it was not a very clear pact we, we kind of had to chisel the uncarved block to create this if that makes sense
0: sure absolutely and so do you have an example of like a favorite success story from one of your clients or one of your families that have integrated this concept into their family life?
1: Yes. Well, let, let me explain exactly how it works too so people, people know what it is. The, the board meeting strategy is very simple. And what it is is what we say is every 90 days you will have a board meeting with your child, your son or your daughter. And there's only three guidelines to a successful board meeting. Well, first, it's got to be at least four hours uninterrupted. And there's a lot of science and reason behind that, and we won't go into the call, but it's got to be at least four hours uninterrupted. And the three guiding principles are this, one-on-one without electronics and doing a fun activity of their choice, saving time at the end of the day for a focused reflection, meaning some time to talk at the end of the day after you've decompressed, have this fun activity together, probably a meal, and then you talk because it sets the stage for deeper connection. Uh, a lot of people, Teresa, never take the time for one-on-one, ever. It's it's amazing that it's been proven to be such a powerful technique and principle for, for so many things, including pro sports teams and uh, um, marriage counseling. Uh, but we don't get one-on-one with our children, especially people who have multiple children. Um, So one-on-one, without the electronics, no electronics at all in a board meeting, and fun activity of their choice with focused reflection, that's really the shortest definition of experiential education. So if if anyone wants to get deeper into it, you know what to do now from it. You can go to qualitytimerevolution.com and download a free 80-page book I did. It's free. There's no obligation. But it explains deeper on this strategy. And what I've seen over the last five years, Teresa, is just some very surprising moments of getting below the surface. Um, It's tough for me to pick one story, but there's been a lot of people who... It's been anything from moms who work at home and have a successful business that didn't realize how disconnected they were from their kids. They thought, I'm home, I'm connected with them. They didn't realize how disconnected they were until they actually set this format of getting one-on-one with them and doing that every 90 days. Um, I, I have one gentleman I remember from a mastermind group. He was a very, very successful um, marketing uh, director. And he had two daughters, uh, early 20s actually. And he was going through a divorce and he came back to me at our, we, we met at a mastermind group. We, we met back there 90 days later. And he said he had had two board meetings at that point with each of his daughters and had, in two meetings it had changed the relationship. Because he finally heard from them, it's not the stuff we want, it's you we want. And he broke down, and he started crying, and, and, and it was very powerful for me to hear. Uh, because he could supply anything, any education for them, any toys, anything, and you know, win any awards and show that in his field, and his daughters both separately, because he got one-on-one with them, they have been twins, so he didn't have a lot of one-on-one time with them, which was interesting as well, but they both said the same thing separately. Dad, all we want is you. We don't care about the other stuff. And he practicing them now. It's completely changed. You know, They're going into adulthood now. And he was able to salvage that. So that, that, that was a very special one for me.
0: Saves a lot of money in therapy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> right? Is it, yeah. Isn't that what we want from from our family and our parents, you know, as children? We just want to know we're loved at the end of the day. That's just all we want. It's all yeah. our children
1: well, want. And it's, it's it. It's it. And, and so many times entrepreneurs with resource, delegating and resource, we say, Okay, well, we can get them the best therapy. We can get them the best rehab facility. There's something that I've learned, Teresa, very clearly. It doesn't matter who you are, there is no substitute for quality time. None. Not money, not fancy private schools. Nothing can pre- replace quality time if you really want to create that deeper bond and, and really secure their children, your children in themselves and, and having relationships in the future.
0: And it goes by so fast. It's just amazing how fast that the childhood, right? Your children growing up, how quickly that goes. Yeah. If you could sum up what creates family happiness in three words, what would they be?
1: Three words. Uh, I'd say the three words that come to mind are connection, education, and fun. Uh, And connection is it's what so many people are yearning for in their lives. I mean, they can have the rewards of being on stage and and the money and everything, but if they're disconnected, they don't have true relationships. They're missing that. Um, So the happiest families that I've come across, Teresa, they have rhythms. and I mean, connection. And the way they got connection is they have set rhythms. They do board meetings our board meeting strategy. They have a weekly family meeting. Um, They take two vacations a year. Um, There's just a ton of stuff that they do. They rhythmize it. Uh, And it's actually not a ton of stuff. They do the same thing over and over and over, but they they stay consistent. Um, So rhythms will create connection, and that's so important for happiness. And then the second thing is education. Uh, I found the happiest families... We're usually involved in their children's education, very involved um, because as you and I have had many, many, many conversations uh, about your son's education and my boy's education, Teresa, the education system is is lacking. It's not giving them what's most important. Uh, and when you get involved in filling the gaps with the things your children need most, personal development, relationship skills, financial intelligence, you automatically deepen your relationship with them because those subjects are very deepening the to study together. Uh, so m- most uh, happy families are very involved in their kids' education. And they've also identified core values as a family. I think that's a great starting point. Uh, what are our core values as a family? My wife actually taught us that. Uh, and it's something we sat down and did as a family. We created our own core values. Uh, and the last thing is fun. Um, and that sounds almost too simplistic. But the families that have fun together uh, seem to get along better. There's less tension. There's less issue. There's less problems with addiction. Um, The the problem with busy entrepreneur families, a lot of them, they honestly get so tied up they've stopped having fun, and it's almost like they're not a parent. They're they're a mixture of a a shift manager and a parole officer. Those are the two roles that they, they play. They're kind of the shift manager for this time to this time, and then they're making sure they're staying out of trouble and they're just playing parole officer. And that alleviates the whole essence of fun, and it can be really damaging if you're wanting to create happiness.
0: Gosh, I've got so much to say regarding what you know the three things we talked about. So there's this movie. Have you heard of the movie About Time? I haven't. I, I hadn't either, and I recently watched it. It goes into relationships and parent-child relationship and friendship. It's, it's the most beautiful movie you've never heard of. And make sure you've got <laughs> your box of Kleenex because you're going to need it. I'm writing it down. And okay. it talks about, or it doesn't talk about it. It, it symbolizes, it's just such a great movie um, showing connection and rhythms and traditions and fun with the family. Just absolutely gorgeous movie. And the connection that you're talking about through the rhythms, um, you know, those are traditions. You know, when we as adults look back at our childhood and we say, oh, you know, every Thanksgiving, we used to go to the beach with our friends and our family. And every, you know, so those rhythms are so important to create those traditions. So absolutely agree with that. The education, while we we can have multiple shows on just the status of our education for our children in the country and what you're doing with your family, which is absolutely exceptional. And if we have a little bit of time at the end of the show, well, we can talk about that. And, of course, fun. You know, kids want to have fun. <laughs>
1: yep. It's, it's their currency. It really is their currency, um, their emotional currency. And And the old thing, once you get someone laughing... You can talk to them about almost anything. And that's how our board meeting strategy, I think, really takes such good effect. Because you're giving the kids the chance to pick what they want to do and have a good time with you without any distractions. And, and that just that, that lowers the barrier. It takes their guard down uh, in a healthy way for you both to be able to be vulnerable and stay
0: connected. What steals away family happiness? From what
1: I've seen and experienced in, in my own triumphs and mistakes, overscheduling and inconsistency, those are the two robbers, the two thieves of family happiness. I, I think somewhere we got lost, Teresa, where it was almost like a badge of honor to overschedule our kids, to be able to say, oh, they're in this, 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 and this, and this. oh, and they're in this, and and the kids don't have a chance to breathe. Literally, the alarm goes off. And they're going all day right until bedtime, not getting enough sleep, and back up and boom, doing it again. I mean, they have as busy of a schedule. Some of these kids, I've seen the overachievers, the overschedulers, they're busier than the average CEO, um, which is not healthy. Overscheduling is not a good thing. Downtime creates balance. It, 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 it thrives. Uh, it, it, it encourages creativity and connection. So overscheduling absolutely steals connection and family happiness and inconsistency where, you know, you and I have had some good mentors together, Teresa, about the importance of rhythms, which you were just referring to with that about-time movie. If we're very inconsistent with rhythms, you know, date night once a week with our spouse, um, family uh, movie night, if you playing that, or family game night with your kids, and, you know, maybe a, a weekly meeting and and just you said you're going to take two or three vacations this year. You skip those. If you're inconsistent with your rhythms, it's going to hurt family happiness as well. Rhythms give us freedom. They don't they don't bind our hands. They give us freedom. So those are the two that you really have to be careful of.
0: And they also give children a sense of security. Right, big time. They know Absolutely. what's going to happen. They know what to expect. They know, but when you're inconsistent or plans get canceled, then they don't feel as important, and it rocks their world. It rocks their sense of exactly. security. Exactly. And one of our mentors, speaking of family values, you talked about your wife and you know how she brought in the concept of core values. One of our our mutual mentors has a placemat that he designed. And printed, and he uses it in his family dinner time, his family's core values.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's family, com. I think you can get them for free or for next to nothing. I highly encourage it. It's it's, a, it's It's a constant reminder of, hey, what are we all about? And what should we focus on?
0: They say kids that don't have a sense of family seek that and one of the reasons why kids join gangs because they get the sense of rituals and values and rhythms that they missed in their own family.
1: Yeah. It's a shame someone will, if we don't fill the void, Teresa, they'll find a place to fill it. And it's usually a much, much worse alternative. Like you're saying a gang or, or something like that, or an unhealthy relationship at a young age, I think that a lot of the teens, you get into very unhealthy relationships at a young age because they don't have the security at home and they're trying to fill that void.
0: Right. Right. Absolutely. Yep. So what is one of your biggest findings from working with entrepreneurs and their children? Like what's been your experience?
1: Uh, again, entrepreneurs, and of course, this is, you know, asking the barber if you need a haircut. So I might be a little biased here being an entrepreneur, but uh, entrepreneurs are very creative and very heartfelt. I mean, extremely heartfelt. They really do thrive on connection. They really do want it. And when they take the time and rhythmize to make sure they get it, it it's, their, their life just is fulfilled exponentially. Uh, but you got to take the time to do it because a lot of the time they're running up the mountain, and then they look around and they've outrun everybody in their life running up the mountain. So that, that's a common thing I see, um, that if they can, again, stop time a little bit, that will make all the difference just by having these rhythms, having these set times together, keeping these traditions. Um, and they want to. They just, they just need a little accountability to do it.
0: And your concept isn't just for entrepreneurs. It's for any family, any professional, anybody, no. right?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I, it was made for entrepreneurs because that's who I was working with. Um, and we just saw such a disconnect. And that, I mean, I know busy executives, lawyers, doctors that are absolutely using this, uh, cause they, they yearn for the same thing. Um, so it's, it, we all can run up the mountain too quick and forget the people around us. And that almost, uh, takes away from the reason we started to run up the mountain in the first place. So, it's that run up the mountain that we have to be very aware of. And working with entrepreneurs and their children, like when they take time off to come to one of our retreats for a few days, they didn't even realize they were running that hard and that the most important people in their life were so far behind waving their arms going, hey, wait, wait. <laughs> mm. So um, that and and I think uh, something worth mentioning is the art of delegation, Teresa. And the the art of delegation, uh, I mean, just last week, if you don't mind sharing, you were helping me set up systems in my business for how to delegate better, how how to um, systemize some things better. And it was extremely helpful. Uh, That was for my business. What's happened is delegation has become such a theme for entrepreneurs and executives uh, to delegate, delegate, delegate we forget where that line ends and we cross that delegation over into our family life. And I've seen a lot of a lot of people misuse delegation in their family. You know, it's a great thing for your business and for 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 certain aspects of your life, but again, the old health thing no one can do your pushups for you, and if you're having someone else raise your family, whether it's a private school, or you know, nannies twenty four seven, and you, you give them no attention and no quality time. You are abusing delegation and creating such potential for hazards in the future. It's incredible. So, entrepreneurs, a big subject that we've gone over is you've got to be very aware when you're when you're abusing the the art of delegation, the principle of delegation, because it happens in families a lot
0: you can't delegate away your presence with your children and your family.
1: And so many people have tried, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know, it just, it just doesn't translate. So, um, again, there's no substitute for quality time. That kind of goes back to it. Um, and once you think of that, if people remember that up, no substitute, no substitute for quality time, then, you know, I can't delegate this. I, I cannot delegate this. And, um, and and that clear distinction for me, and I was, that was taught to me years ago, really has made a big difference. And and honestly, you shouldn't want to delegate it. Because when you go back to those core values, Teresa, when people actually go through some of the exercises that you and I have done, what are my core values? You're, if you delegate certain parts of your deepest family life, you are not congruent with your deepest core values normally. So there's no way you can be fulfilled. There's no way you can truly be you know, have peace of mind.
0: So, you mentioned your board meeting retreats. share a little bit about that what's the goal? What is the strategy what What is a board meeting retreat
1: uh, So the board meeting retreats came out of the board meeting strategy again, as you know, the strategy is to get one on one without electronics doing experiential education with your kids. Uh, so people wanting more than just the strategy. we started to do retreats and you and I, Teresa, have both agreed that mastermind groups have completely changed my life, personally and professionally. Uh, and I think the mastermind effect is a very powerful thing, not used in school, uh, that Napoleon Hill talked about, uh, Covey, so many people. Uh, and it's available to you and I as entrepreneurs, but not to our children. Uh, but we came up with the with the premise that why should our kids wait till they're twenty five or thirty? to start learning the things that are really important. What if we can design a retreat almost in the mastermind format? So we do 15 to 20 parent-child couples, just like our strategy, one parent, one child, uh, up to 15 to 20 parent-child couples. We do a three-day experience, usually oceanfront, uh, water activities and, and different things we've learned on our journey for the last 20 years in personal development Financial intelligence and relationship skills, and those are the three we focus on. so we've we've designed this as the first entrepreneur family mastermind, really, where it's not only the entrepreneur but they're bringing one of their children. And what the result we've seen is it deepens their relationship and it finally opens the kids' eyes to the important lessons not taught in school. again, personal development, financial intelligence, relationship skills. And they're sharing those lessons with other kids uh, who are in the group. They're also sometimes taking advantage of the fun uncle approach. So something, Teresa, that you say to my son might be received better from you than from me. That's just a natural thing. That's why here the fun uncle, is the the syndrome of the fun uncle used to be that's the uncle who will buy you beer and and let you get in trouble and not punish you. (laughs) We've kind of turned it on and said the fun uncle or fun aunt is actually a good thing. Where we can help each other get the lessons through to our children because sometimes they just don't want to hear it from mom and dad. But if they hear it from a one-off from mom and dad, it finally penetrates. So that's really what the board meeting retreats look like: three-day experiences, uh, mastermind format, up to 20 parent-child couples. Um, and the results, it's, it's, as you know, it's, my, it's the favorite work I do. Real estate investments are, are my core business, but that's where my passion lies.
0: Well, and you're not sharing the, what I think is just the most heart centered day of the three days, which is the time you share with the kids and the parents and who else?
1: Oh, okay. Well, when, when we first started doing these retreats uh, years back, Teresa, we interviewed a ton of entrepreneurs and we said, what are you most concerned about for your children? And besides these lessons not taught in school and deep in the relationship, they all said, I want my kids to appreciate what they have. I want them to have that sense of contribution and service instilled with them. And I said, wow, that's pretty powerful. And, again, the best way, I think, to teach something like that is to experience it. You cannot lecture contribution and service. I think it's just not going to stick. So at our retreats, the third day is actually called service day. In the morning, uh, we do a lot of water activities, you know, riding boogie boards, surfing, paddle boarding. Uh, so the first two days, I share and my business partner shares and our whole staff shares our love for the ocean. We teach them how to use the ocean if they want to go in, if they want to try surfing or or, or boogie board. Whatever they want to do, we, we're we going to be able to teach them and get them to enjoy the ocean, a comfortable, safe environment. On uh, the third day, we turn to all the kids. And we say, today is not your day to enjoy the ocean. You're going to help someone else enjoy the ocean. And we bring in, uh, we were a part of a group called Life Rolls On, which is a wonderful organization that um, was started by a pro surfer who was paralyzed and now uh, has this charity where he takes out paraplegic and quadriplegic surfers. Um, so that they can enjoy the ocean again. It's an incredible experience. So we actually bring surfers that we've met in. They can only go in the ocean maybe twice a year because they need help. Um, We bring them in, a lot of children. They could be quadriplegic, paraplegic, deaf, blind, um, severely autistic. And we bring them in to, some of them give talks beforehand, but to enjoy the ocean with us. Um, And it is when you want to instill the principle, you have to experience the principle, and that's what happens. So when you go out for a morning, and I know, Teresa, and you know I have a lot of mutual friends who have come to our retreat that you know who I think that morning changed their life. Not only for the children who saw a new side of really being involved with contribution, um, but they saw their parent in new light, because they got to see their parent first, firsthand getting into this. So without fail, when we go out and enjoy the ocean for a few hours and and take these people who could never use the water without us, and we take them out with us. We come back in for our focus reflection, time, and without a doubt, Teresa, every event, a few of the kids stand up and say, first of all, no kid ever said, when is it my turn to surf or or go go explain the water? Why do we have to help you? Never, ever. There's cheers and high fives, and they get the experience. It sometimes feels better to give than to give it to yourself. Uh, and every kid, um, whether they say it, a few usually stand up and say it, but every kid has written it in their their ending forms. I finally appreciate what I have, and that was our whole goal. That was our whole goal for the kids to appreciate what they have and instill contribution. So it's an incredible morning. I can't wait. I mean, our next one's a few months away, so I, I can't wait for that. Uh, but it's very cool to see that transformation happen uh, through our our service day.
0: Jim, you and Brian, your your partner, what you've developed with your retreats and your Board Meeting International, it's so phenomenal. Anyone who's listening to the show, you've got to check out the retreat coming up in May. You do this twice a year, right?
1: Twice a year in Ponte Vedra, Florida. Uh, for those golf fans out there, it's where the TPC is played every year. It's a beautiful beach environment, and we do it in a giant retreat home right on the beach. And Very nice spot for connection and fun.
0: Absolutely stunning. Everything's pretty much taken care of. Right? Everything, you know. Oh yeah, all all meals,
1: all all activities, everything is included. You just have to get your flight in your hotel, which is right down the road from the retreat house. We do all the shuttling, have a deal on the beautiful Stallgrass Marriott Hotel. Uh, it's very turnkey now. We've been doing this a while. Um, So you just basically show up. We have everything from the sunscreen to the lessons to the things you're going to need to fly back home with your child with a new paradigm and perspective and respect for each other.
0: Absolutely. And completely transformational weekend.
1: Absolutely. And if anyone wants to learn more, Teresa, they can go to our website at uh, boardmeetings.com or if they'd like to see a, a little bit more about why we're so concerned about family time and quality time, uh, they can go to qualitytimerevolution.com. Uh, that's where uh, they can get a free download of the family board meeting book, see a talk I did in front of a uh, crowd of 500, got a standing ovation. I got a little emotional on stage just to warn you because uh, the story I go into with my own family. Um, but that's a good starting point if anyone wants to start putting the family board meeting strategy into effect and they're just not quite sure how to do it, um, that's a really good spot to go to as well.
0: And I cannot, absolutely cannot recommend it enough. We, you know, have many, many friends who have participated and they all come back just transformed.
1: Yeah, it's it's very inspirational work and I love every minute of it.
0: Before we wrap up, give us one rhythm that works really well for you and your family that could help others.
1: Excellent. Um well, as, I'm not going to say the family board meeting strategy because we've already gone over that. But I think um, besides date night with my wife uh, once a week, for um, to have family meeting every week. Um, if your kids are still under 18 and they're in the house, have, have a set time. We usually do it Sunday nights at like 7, and we say, here's what went right this week, here, here were highlights, here's things we could improved on. Here's some victories, and then here's what's coming up next week or in the next two weeks. Uh, I found that my boys would say, "We didn't know you were traveling for two days next week," um, and that really broke my heart. That's just one example. Having a, a set family meeting for just an hour to go over these things really helps keep the plan sync and also bring up fun things like, "Hey, when are we going to take a trip uh, to the state park that we talked about, and when can we schedule that?" And it's really a focus time again to reflect and to reunite and plan for what's ahead and everyone's on the same page and everyone does it together and we have our core values out when we do that. Uh, So that's a very powerful, simple thing that anyone can start doing right now.
0: And what a great habit to instill when our kids are young, because we know the most successful people and those that accomplish the most, right, have at least a weekly planning session for themselves and then their teams, and so yeah. you're just instilling that, that rhythm at such a young age. They can use that for school. They can use that for their work, their families. I mean, the legacy of what you're doing, Jim, it's just phenomenal.
1: Yeah, we're, we hope so, Teresa. It's something we really care about. and We're, we're hoping it does.
0: Well, it already has. It's already affected <laughs> so many Thank families. Thank you so much for joining us today. There is nothing more important than family and relationships. And at the end of the day, it's not about how much wealth we accumulate. I mean, we know plenty of wealthy people who are absolutely miserable and their families are just a mess. It it really is about how we use that wealth to empower others and make connections and find fulfillment in the process. We're here on this earth to give away our gifts in service of, of loved ones and strangers al- alike. And maybe that's the secret of life. I don't know. But Jim, thank you so much for I joining us so. today. And um, if you could repeat you know how our listeners can find you and get more information again, and we'll make sure to um, post the broadcast on the Living Wealthy Radio along with your links, but go ahead and share it one more time
1: yeah go to www.qualitytimerevolution.com. dot com
0: and boardmeetings.com, dot com, right? and and boardmeetings dot com you can learn more about our retreats. Our
1: next one's May. We'd love to have you join us. there'll be a good group coming and we look forward to
0: it. Fantastic. Jim. Hugs. Thank you so much. hugs, hugs to you, Teresa. All right. Always a pleasure. Thank you take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Living Wealthy Radio heard around the web on livingwealthyradio.com, iTunes, and Blog Talk Radio. Download or subscribe to our podcast to hear a new show every week. I am Teresa Kuhn, and I hope you'll join me again next week as I show you ways to live wealthier. Resources are available for you on our website at livingwealthyradio.com.